Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to Mornings. Josh Jenkins filling in for Jared Whiteley and Julian DeStoop filling in for both. <laughs> Four minutes past... 11, it's almost 20, 24.6 degrees outside in Melbourne at the moment. Our next guest uh, was a part of the Melbourne Renegades. Excellent win last night over the Adelaide Strikers. His name is Matt Critchley, and he's been good enough to jump on the phone and uh, and chat to us for a few minutes about last night's performance. Matt, good morning. Morning. Uh, thank you. Yeah, it was a good, good night last night. Good to make the finals, but uh, good to speak to you this morning. It, uh, it certainly... You know, it was a great result in terms of the actual outcome, but you guys are in that sort of win or win or go home mode at the moment. You need to keep winning to give yourself a chance. So, you know, to be able to 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 perform, you know, bowl well and knock over the strikers for for a yeah, pretty, you know, modest or moderate total and then get those runs comfortably enough. You must have been happy with how the team played, uh, you know, in terms of uh, how you batted and bowled. Yeah, definitely. We've had uh, three goes at the last few games, so it would have been nice to get it done a bit earlier. But, yeah, we started off uh, really well, obviously, getting wicket in the first over. Um, and then, yeah, it was a pretty professional performance. Not too many glitches to get through, which I think is a good sign for the finals going forward. Because, as you say, there's uh, a lot of finals going on out here. So, got to keep winning and it's good to get that momentum now. Uh, you must have been, you know, you certainly, you know, when you, when you knock over a team like Adelaide for 142. I mean, it's not it's not a foregone conclusion. You still got to go and get the runs. But, you know, when you look at Adelaide's batting lineup with Head and Short and Carey, you know, certainly they could have put a big total on the board. So you must have felt pretty good about yourselves when you'd been able to knock them over for, for that 142. And then, you know, even though you still had to go and get the runs. Yeah, definitely. I think, like, the pitch was obviously doing a little bit early. But, yeah, definitely to bowl well, it gives you that confidence to know that as long as you bat well in one partnership, one or two partnerships, uh, it'll help win you the game. And obviously, Finchie um, played beautifully and uh, showed how showed the world why he's a world-class player. Well, you, might have, you may have been comfortable at the uh, at, at intermission when you, were, uh, you guys were going to pat up, but when you lose Marty Guptill for, for eight, Sean Marsh goes for a duck and, and Sam Harper goes for one, uh, perhaps... You're a little more nervous when you're walking out to the crease, but uh, you and Finch, Finchie were able to put on plenty, and, and in the end, uh, Finchie was able to carry his bat, and you were able to, you know, make 35. So you, you guys, between you, basically were able to get the job done. So you must have been pleased with with that performance, and and it must have been a thrill to, to be able to get most of the runs alongside Aaron Finch. Yeah, definitely. Um, all lads have been brilliant, but especially Finchie, such a nice fella. Um, Reminds us that he's won a couple of World Cups every now and then, but nah, he's a, a humble guy. Obviously, there was a few nerves kicking about, I bet, but it's kind of one of them things that when you're in the moment, you don't really think about it. You just try and get the job done, and then I couldn't quite see it through. Got run out when I probably shouldn't have, so it was nice um, that Wellesley come in at the end as well, and yeah, nice really to get the job done and get into playing some finals. 
How have you found your time uh, in Melbourne? You've you know you've only been with the Renegades for for a couple of weeks as an injury replacement, but you know based on last night, you must be feeling good about yourself. But how have you how have you settled in 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 quick time? Because it hasn't been there hasn't been a lot of opportunity for you to 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 settle in and get to know everyone and start to feel good about yourself. You've had to perform straight away. Yeah, the boys have been pretty welcoming. To be fair, it was um, chaotic. I think got the phone call about a couple of weeks ago on Friday. Flew on Sunday. Played on. Monday or Tuesday night. So it was a quick turnaround the first game, meeting half the guys at the game with about two hours sleep behind me um, and stuff. So not ideal, but yeah, they've been brilliant. It's such a cool franchise. Um, all the senior players are such nice guys. Obviously, you've got the boys, uh, the Victorian boys from Melbourne anyway, that they make you feel welcome and they have made it feel like a family straight away. So it's been a brilliant experience to go out here for the first time in the Big Bash Um and yeah, feel at home straight away, really. And hopefully we can keep going further in the finals and keep contributing now, settled in a bit more. Clearly, you know, you've, you've you're focused on the Renegade season and trying to ensure that they can, you know, get through to a, to keep winning and get through to the finals and, and have a have a strong end to the season. But what is what how how much how much earlier do you start to look at what's next for you? Do you have a, a manager who sort who starts to sort of field offers and those types of things? How does it all work from that perspective? Um, yeah, obviously I have an agent who tries to get you like opportunities um, around the world. I've been pretty keen to get out here, which is why I got out here at the drop of the hat. And hopefully, yeah, more opportunities come my way. I've got a little bit of stuff coming up. I go to Sri Lanka after this with England Day. So there's a lot of cricket coming up. And obviously the county season in England's pretty busy. But yeah, I think almost, with all the franchises going on at the moment, there's a lot of opportunities around the world. So probably up to me to keep performing and then yeah, try and play as much cricket as possible. But as you say, first and foremost, try and go as far in this competition as we can um, with the Renegades. How, how do you, how do you um, balance your game? Because, you know, as you mentioned, you, you, you'll finish the BBL season and then you'll be straight on a plane to Sri Lanka to play some, some 50 over cricket and, and get involved in that. You mentioned the county season and you know the the red ball uh, form of the game as well so how do you balance that when you're trying to hone your craft and get better at your game as a as a batter and a bowler how do you you know go about it trying to ensure that you're in improving all parts of your game but also i guess preparing for the upcoming games whether that be you know 20 over cricket 50 over cricket or the longer form of the game yeah it's a tough one to answer to be honest like i think we're pretty used to it in england because we uh jump between formats quite regularly which i don't know if get that gets that much press out here, but it certainly does um, in England. So I think uh, being like mentally like switched on, I've played quite a lot of cricket now, considering I'm still fairly young. Um, so trying to draw on them experiences and then trying to not look too far ahead, but also like keep honing the skills and your basics all the way around. And then I think for me, it's about more about um, trying to get good at like gameplay rather than technical stuff. So I read the situations. Well, I think that stands you in good stead, and then also having a good uh, coaching setup around you that um, allows you to like flourish and keeps your uh, head on your shoulders and make sure that you know exactly what's coming up next and what you're prepared for. Uh, so, like any opportunity can happen at the drop of a hat, really. So, you need to be prepared all the way around. But it is it is pretty tough, but also it's pretty exciting, and you get to come uh, to countries like this and play a game that you loved growing up. Do you think we'll see uh, an era of players coming through who are basically just going to bounce from from you know T20 league to T20 league? We've got the IPL, we've got the Big Bash, the 
Caribbean Premier League, the Pakistan Super League. We've got a league in Bangladesh. We've got the T20 Blast. We've got all different types of leagues and options for, for players to go and participate in and make really good money. Let's face it, you can make you know, generational wealth if, you, if you're able to. Do you think we're going to start to see players, and we probably already have, who just you know, basically travel around the world and participate in these leagues and, and not really look too much at the Red Bull uh, form of the game or even the 50-over format? Yeah, I think so. Um, I think that's a natural thing, whether people think like that consciously or their skills just lend themselves to that. There are certain players that are in such demand around the world that um, the opportunities come their way. Someone like a Tim David, the Australian, like I'm sure he has like would want to play red ball cricket, but when he's getting all the opportunities to play white ball cricket around the world and how good he is, like it's hard to say no to them opportunities. So I, I think definitely um, that will be the case for some people, but I know for myself, I wouldn't want to do that. I definitely want to play red ball cricket and speaking to a lot of people growing up, um, especially in England now, the way that our guys are playing test cricket, it looks like a pretty fun environment to be around. Um, so I know that everyone in England's pretty keen to get to that. But I think naturally people will see these opportunities, whether it's the money or just the opportunities to go around the world or just, like I said before, the demand of going around the world. I think that is definitely a trend that's um, coming into cricket. And I think one that need to not, I wouldn't say be aware of, but um, make sure we protect the game all the way through. And I think in England, the big thing at the moment is about inspiring the next generation to play cricket. And that's, what our job ultimately is. Uh, do you do you guys spend much time? Is there is there a you know, players' union as such, and who, who 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 consciously spend time thinking about what's best for cricket moving forward and ensuring that you know I guess the game, as you said, subconsciously some players might be just um, you know getting more involved in T Twenty cricket and the longer formats of the game might be getting missed. Do you think that is there a, is there a is there a forum or a network of players and, and, and past players who do think about what's best for the game? Um, I'm not sure if there's a direct, like, past players, but we have the Professional Cricketers Association in England that obviously run, um, help with all of our players and get all of our opinions on the game. So I'm sure that um, they're doing stuff in the background. But I think, like... Mainly players just like they want to play test cricket. I remember growing up watching the 2005 Ashes, and that's what inspired me to play. And then, when well, your skills lend yourself to something else that um, is different, but I think it is going on in the background. Definitely, well, it definitely is in England. I'm sure it is over here that we're trying to protect all formats of the game. I think like we don't play. If you play in the hundred back home, we don't play 50 over cricket. So I've not played 50 over cricket for about three. Years two or three years now, which is a bit bizarre going into an England Day um, set up in the next couple of weeks. But uh, yeah, it's uh, cricket's very different and it's changing rapidly. There's all sorts of formats. We obviously play the 100 in England. There's a T10 that goes on around the world a couple of, in a couple of places. And then the 20 over format, 50 over format, four day format. So maybe it's something that needs looking at to not um, block the schedule up too much. But as long as people are entertained and watching it, like I think that's ultimately um, the main thing. Now, you guys, the Renegades are through to the finals. They're guaranteed a, a position in the finals, either third or fourth. Now, uh, Brisbane, Sydney and Hobart are battling it out or will battle it out for the final two positions. So 
Uh, will you will you spend much time focused on who you might play, or will you just sort of go about your business? Are you a bit of a cricket head, or will you just uh, just keep enjoying Melbourne and what he has to offer, and worry about who you play when you know who you're playing? Uh, I do like watching my cricket, but I think while I'm here, I'm going to take the opportunity to head to the Aussie Open today um, and see what Melbourne's got to offer. I'll definitely keep an eye on it and then do um, my research recording because uh, I don't think since I've been here, I've not played quite a few teams. So if you've got to play the Hurricanes or the Heat, then I'll have to do a bit of research on that. But um, yeah, see what Melbourne's got to offer. If you've got any tips, let me know. But yeah, heading down to Melbourne Park today. Ah, beautiful. I like it. Well, Melbourne's very good for uh, its coffee. What I will say is it's very sunny outside, but that is not a guarantee it'll be sunny all day. So just be prepared and perhaps pack a little long sleeve because based on uh, the weather last night, you never know. But, Matt, uh, thanks so much for your time. Uh, you're performing incredibly well for the Melbourne Renegades.